plenty to talk about in the world of football. And our next guest, he could have easily not come on the show, but he's he's put the pads on and I really appreciate him coming on. It's been a tough week for South Sydney. The CEO, Blake Solly, is there. Blake, good morning. Thanks for coming on the show. I guess in a sense, you, you wish the club was playing this weekend. Good morning, Blake. Oh, thanks, Ray. And look, thanks for having me on. It's um, no issue at all. No, look, in some ways, um, I, I'm glad we're not playing. It's given us a week to... Um, deal with some of the issues that we've had to deal with and, and watch the other teams go around and uh, our full focus is on winning uh, on Friday night against the Roosters and securing a finals berth. Blake, a lot of fact, a lot of fiction. Have you been frustrated at perhaps not so much the media but the media and social media and, 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 and members and supporters who haven't been able to divide the two into correct portions? Oh, look, I never get frustrated at our fans and members, Dean. They're, they're passionate and they love the club and there's a good reason why. So never, never ever frustrated with them. Look, we understand that it being one of the big clubs in the league, um, when these sorts of moments happen, there's going to be a lot of attention and a lot of scrutiny. So that doesn't trouble us too much at all. But I think some of the reporting has been um, inaccurate and, and a bit disappointing. On that theme, is a criticism of Latrell Mitchell and Cody Walker been disappointing to your eyes, Blake? Yeah. Have you spoken to Latrell, um, Blake? And if so, how is he? Well, I have spoken to him as this week. And yes. um, I think Cameron addressed um, some of the issues very well today in his piece in the paper. And uh, it's not just about Latrell and Cody. Every player feels um, some of the pressure and some of the commentary has been unwarranted. But um, the only way we can put it right is to, to win on Friday against the Roosters. Blake... Uh, Rod Churchill, the son of South Immortal Clive, is quoted uh, quite strongly in both the Sunday papers today, uh, venting his frustrations at Latrell's performances. What did you make of those comments? Yeah, well, um, there's three things I'd like to say about it, really, um, Dean. Firstly, um, Clive's contribution to our club um, is unique. He's honoured with one of the game's highest honours uh, on grand final day. His name adorns our boardroom in the training centre at Maroubra. Uh, we've always had an utmost respect for the Churchill family. Um, but I think that that article that was published um, should have contained the entire text from Rod. Uh, I know you and Phil quoted a little bit from it, but it should have quoted the whole of that text. And I think that would have given the readers and the people who saw the article uh, more of the context and more of the motivation for it. Um, you've got a copy of it, Dean, I don't, but I think it would have been in everyone's interest if the whole of that um, text was published. And finally, I want to address the, 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 the some of the criticisms of Latrell and to say that he's a cancer uh, in our club is, is outrageous in, in many ways. I think, again, um, Cameron um, addressed it very well in his piece in today's paper, um, but... Is Latrell perfect? No, he's not. Um, is he in career best form? No, he's not. Um, is he a guy who, um, 12 months ago, we were marvelling at his deeds in a sudden death semi-final against the Roosters in probably the biggest stage of the season? Um, he's a guy that lights up crowds everywhere he plays and you know, the State of Origin team were desperate to have him um, this year because he's a player who can win games and, and turn games. Um, he's just been nominated by the NRL for a leadership award. Um, he's a guy who... Um, with his salary, bought his mum and dad a house in Taree. To say that uh, he's an embarrassment to our club or a cancer is is outrageous. In fact, more often than not, um, he's a person that um, we're extremely proud of at the club, along with a lot of the senior leaders, Cameron, Damien, Cody, in not only what they do on the field, but the way in which they live 
their lives off it. Um, he's got a beautiful family that he's devoted to, uh, and those sorts of comments um, about a guy like Latrell are just completely out of order. And from someone who probably doesn't know Latrell as well as the people who work with him and see him on a day-to-day basis do. Blake, I've spoken to you on and off air multiple times in the last 24, 48 hours. This entire South Sydney saga, for want of a better term, what are you most frustrated with? Or who are you most frustrated with? Uh, it's, some of it's not frustration, Dean. Some of it is these, these things happen in footy clubs and you have to get on with it and, and make the best of it. But I think some of the commentary that comes from people who um, are outside the club and, and have never really shown an interest to actually engage with the club and want to want to judge how and, and why we do things um, is frustrating, particularly when you've got um, a guy like Cameron Murray, who um, everyone who knows Cameron knows he's a very honest and very direct and, and, and very, very good person. Uh, and his commentary today says it all. He's in the four walls. He, he knows exactly what's going on. Um, likewise, Latrell. One of the great things about Latrell is if he makes a mistake, he owns it. And um, he was the first to recognise that he um, should copy suspension last week. So... They're the frustrating things, Dean, to be honest with you, that um, you've got people who are living and breathing this every day talking, um, but uh, other people who are outside the club um, want to give another commentary. Mm. Blake, given everything that's happened in the last few days, the countdown to next Friday night, this is, we've said it many times, going to be a, a massive clash against the Roosters. Can Jason Demetrio, the coaching staff and the playing staff turn around for South Sydney fans in time for Friday night? Yeah, we've got tremendous belief in Jason, Ben, John, the coaching staff, um, the high-performance staff, and most of all the players. We've been on a two-year journey with our playing group, um, and that journey has been about um, giving them more ownership, uh, more accountability, more influence over our team performances and and the leadership of the club. And um, largely, they've taken that on board and and they've run with it, and they've been brilliant. Um, You know, their run to the finals last year was extraordinary. They started this year was great. Um, there's no denying we haven't had a, a wonderful 10 or 12 weeks um, and our form has been below its best. But the one thing I do know about our club is that we're always at our best when the back's against the wall and, and we'll show courage in the face of adversity. And I couldn't think of a, a better group of leaders and a better group of people at the club to be doing that right now. Um, as I said, Cameron addresses it today. Um, you only have to look at the way in which Cameron, Damien, Cody, Campbell, Graham, Jai, the, the way they operate, um, they know what's at stake next week. They know how to prepare for the game and um, they'll be out there in the red and green um, playing for their lives and, and, and they're a great group of people and they're going to deliver for us on Friday night. Blake, you're an intelligent man. You understand how the media works. Uh, some of the commentary uh, has met with your... Some of the commentary, I should say, has met with your disapproval, but you and South fans understand that the South brand is so big that it is always a story when it comes to the bunnies because of your brand, your history, and probably the fact you've got such a, you know, a, a glamorous ownership model. I agree, Dean. There's absolutely no risk about that. You won't get any argument. Um, we're a big club. We understand that. We understand that our members and our fans and our corporate partners have really high expectations of what we deliver on and off the field. So I'm certainly not um, saying we shouldn't have been the story this week. Absolutely, we should have been. But, uh, you know, some of the... Some of the reporting um, is not accurate and, and that frustrates you a bit. I think you've seen from Jason and I and um, a number of people in the club that we've been willing to answer the tough questions as well from the media all through the week. Um, 
So we get it, Dean. There's no there's no issue. We're not frustrated at being the centre of attention. We understand that these things happen all the time in footy, but um, and particularly when you're not playing well. Um, but there's just some frustrations, as I said, that particularly that um, piece from Rod. I think it's um, it's unfortunate and um, unnecessary in some ways. And I think um, anyone who knows the true Latrell um, wouldn't be saying things like that. Um, Blake, there's been a lot of rumours around. I'm not going to go through all of them, but one of our listeners, Gordon, remember his text in said, Hi, Blake. Jack Whiten is still more than happy to join South, correct? Question mark. And that's been one of the rumours flying around. I think we saw last night Jack was saying goodbye to the Raiders faithful there in that Canberra game. That that shows that he's he's coming to South City next year. Yeah, um, uh, Mark Ellison, the head of football, and I were talking to Jack uh, last week about um, his relocation and, and getting everything prepared for that. Uh, and um, uh, when that rumour hit, um, he Jack texted uh, me on Monday morning um, confirming um, he's, uh, he's coming next year. He wants to finish the season off in style um, with the Raiders, which is a testament to Jack, but he, he's looking forward to getting here in the off-season. Blake, I'll put you on the spot. I don't want to pick a fight with you because... I get on quite well with you, as you know. Do you think Rod Churchill um, had a right to express his opinion, given his <clears throat> excuse me, given his surname? Yep. You were just disappointed in the extent of the comments. I think disappointed in the extent of the comments. Absolutely, I think yes. if um, Rod knew Latrell, I don't think he would be saying those sorts of things. Yes. And. Um, and being candid, being disappointed in you and, and Phil in, in, in not printing the entire text. I think that that's really important for anyone reading that story to um, have the entire context of the discussion. I think that was the, the basis for which that story was generated and everyone should have had an opportunity to, to see it. To be fair, I think uh, Phil did speak to Rod and got uh, quotes outside of that text, as I understand. Yeah, but I, I think it, quoting parts of the text and not quoting the entire text is, is pretty selective. What about this game? Mm. A rivalry is alive and well between the two clubs. What crowd do you think you can pull, Blake? Oh, look, we'd love to get over 40,000 there on Friday night, to be honest with you. I think the Roosters um, showed what they're capable of last night in that win against the Tigers. Um, We're both playing for a position in the top eight. Um, In many ways, for the fans and members of both clubs, this is is what you follow your team for, isn't it? Um, A high-stakes game at the end of the season with... I think it's the greatest rivalry in rugby league and it rivals any other um, rivalry in, in world sport. I've been fortunate enough to see the Man U, Man City, Liverpool, Everton, Derbys, or the, the, the Red Sox and the Yankees. And I can tell you that the passion between uh, Roosters fans and members and Rabbitohs fans and members is the equal of any of them. And we want to get as many of them all out of the core stadium on, on Friday night to cheer their, their teams go around. We're two very proud clubs with passionate supporter bases and there's no stage like the one that we're going to give mm. them on Friday night to show their um, to show their support for their clubs. Do you like the Roosters, Blake? I, I have a great... <laughs> a leading question. For, <laughs> I have a great respect for Joe uh, and Nick and, and, and the team there, but um, clearly my um, my loyalties lie with the Rabbitohs uh, and... Um, as you know, every every Rabbitoh wants their team to beat the Roosters. It's the the schedule. Uh, sorry, it's the fixture in the schedule we look at at the start of the year, um, and and we love it. And we love because we love because we have great respect for them. We love beating them, and and it'll be a wonderful occasion on Friday night. What's the ground capacity, Blake? Oh, it's eighty thousand. I think if we could get eighty thousand, Ray, we'd be ecstatic. But Gee, I reckon um, it's going to be a we're, massive crowd. We're really, I think we had fifty thousand for a game. Uh, about 10 years ago yeah. to decide a minor premiership. So um, if we can get anywhere like that 
out there next Friday. It's going to be um, it's going to be a cracking atmosphere and a, and a great stage for two good teams to to show what they're capable of. And that's what we love about mm. the sport. We want to create stages for our players to show their best in front of big crowds and, and great atmospheres. None bigger than Friday night, DNAG. It's going to be a huge crowd. I reckon they might nudge that 59,000. Yeah, it's going to be a great night, clearly. You know, the spoils are there for the winner oh, and the loser um, potentially yeah. um, packs up a mad Monday. How's Absolutely. your golf, Blake? Uh, not as good as it could be, I suspect, Dean. I'm not playing uh, as much as I'd like to, but... Um, but uh, still hanging in there and still trying to uh, to keep chipping away at a, at a pretty ordinary handicap. Okay. How's yours going, Dino? Yeah, I don't play as much as I used to. I used to love playing golf every week, religiously. But I probably played three or four times in four years. Hey, Blake, you should take him out. And every hole, have a little wager. Dino will panic under pressure. I've seen him panic what under about pressure a, when it comes we'll to money. We'll have a game of golf, Blake. If I beat you... You've got to wear a rooster's jumper for a day. Oh, <laughs> I don't think you'll ever see that, Dean. But uh, I look forward to a game of golf in the off-season. No worries. Hey, Blake, I really appreciate you coming on. Um, I know it's been a very tough week for South Sydney, but there's so much to look forward to Friday night. This is going to be a massive game, as we've said many, many times, against the Roosters. Thanks for coming on, Blake, and, and best of luck Friday night against, against the Roosters in that do-or-die clash. Uh, cheers, boys, and enjoy the rest of the weekend, and hopefully we'll see as many of our fans out there on Friday night. Thanks, Blake. There's Blake Solly and um, Rabbitohs CEO. It's been a tough week. Bumped into Steve Noyce at the races yesterday, former CEO of a number Good of man. NRL clubs. Great fellow. And he said what South did right, did very well this week, I should say, is that they fronted the media. Front and centre, both Blake Solly and Jason Dimitri on Thursday morning, it was, Dino, um, when it could have been easy, easy to duck and weave. And even this morning, it could have been easy for Blake to duck and weave. So he's put the pads on. There's no point trying to hide it from the media and then, therefore, the fans rate. Just get out there, front up. It can be difficult mm. and the questioning is challenging, but there's no point hiding. Mm. Just get it done. The sooner you get out there, the sooner you tell your side of the story, the closer we are to moving on. But just running away and hiding, not answering your phones, as a lot of clubs do. And, Ray, I've gone through a million CEOs over 35 years. They all ring me before they start and they go, my phone is always on. <laughs> until the first crisis, and then you can't find them. Well, you've been in the sport for a long time covering, as you said. Can South turn this around for next Friday night's game? Oh, most certainly they can win. If you're a betting man, and I'll get you to read out the tab odds if you can, Ray. Yeah. yeah, you would imagine that the Roosters would start favourites. They've had a fairly good run over the last And no Latrell, six but weeks. no Manu. It's a big loss. Yeah, correct, but no Manu. And, uh, and Jared's in... No Latrell. so um, you would imagine that... Uh, okay, dollar ninety head-to-head, each of two. There you go. There you go. Okay, that shows you. It's 50-50, yeah. mate. Be a tough one. Well, um, yeah, that's a cracking game next week. Of course, today's games are just sensational. Well, this afternoon's game, Newcastle-Cronulla. Um, that's a 4.05pm. Dogs versus Manly is at 2 o'clock, but that huge game up at Newcastle is going to be massive, Adino. We better take a quick break. Listen to Adino and Ray in the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. All bids, auctions.